Good morning and welcome to The Daily Oz. It's Thursday the 13th of May. My name is Zara Seidler and helping me make sense of today's news is Sam Kozlowski. Making news today, Victoria records no new cases. Unrest in the Republican Party. Some good news about female representation in Scottish Parliament. And a chat about petrol in the United States. Here's today's Daily Digest. All you footy fans should listen up to this story because it might impact you. So yesterday we found out that the Victorian government is working with the AFL to track down fans that attended the Richmond and Geelong game last Friday and that potentially travelled on the same train as the man that we now know tested positive for COVID-19. Those that travelled on the service from Flinders Street to Craigieburn departing at 10.20 on Friday night have been asked to get tested and isolate until receiving a negative test result. In some better news, Victoria recorded zero other positive cases yesterday. More than 100 Republicans have signed a letter threatening to leave and create a third party if the Republican Party does not break away from former President Donald Trump. This move comes after a looming vote to remove Congresswoman Liz Cheney from her position as conference chair after her refusal to agree with Trump's claims on the 2020 presidential election, as well as supporting the second impeachment of Trump. We reported on this one a little while ago, so head to our Instagram if you want the context. But a federal judge has blocked the NRA, the National Rifle Association's, attempt to file for bankruptcy. Judge Harlan Hale wrote in a decision that the court finds, based on the totality of the circumstances, that the NRA's bankruptcy petition was not filed in good faith. And here's your Thursday good news. A record number of women have been elected to the Scottish Parliament in last week's election. Women now represent 45% of the members of Scottish Parliament, with the first woman of colour being elected as well. The Scottish National Party now has 34 women, Scottish Labour have 10, the Conservatives have 8, the Greens have 5, and the Scottish Liberal Democrats have one woman member of Parliament. I want to bring you guys up to speed on a story that happened in the US over the last couple of days. It's flown under the radar despite the fact that it's impacted a massive number of people. The story is to do with petrol and cybersecurity. I must be honest, I was a bit sceptic about this story when Sam first pitched it, but it is really, really interesting. So tell me and start from the beginning, why are these two terms linked? So first you've got to meet Colonial Pipeline. They're a petrol company that carry 45% of the East Coast's fuel supplies, and they do that with thousands of kilometres of pipelines that run throughout the U.S., On the 7th of May, so six days ago, they released the following statement. The Colonial Pipeline Company learned it was the victim of a cybersecurity attack. We have since determined that this incident involves ransomware. Now, ransomware is basically a hack into a computer system where the hacker demands a payment or some sort of exchange to give the information back. It wasn't clear what was demanded, So what needed to be paid to get their information back or who was responsible? But the company immediately sprung into action, hiring cybersecurity experts and bringing in federal law enforcement. Taking control of a country's petrol supply is a major security risk. So the US government was, of course, all over it. What did it mean for Americans going to fill up their cars at petrol stations across the East Coast? It meant that there was a certain degree of panic because there was fears that there wouldn't be any petrol left imminently. And those petrol shortages actually materialised in some places because colonial pipelines took the action of shutting down some of their system to prevent further hacking. 
So the petrol that was still available, it of course drove the price up and it was scarily high for people to fill up their cars. Now you might be wondering how a computer program controls the supply of petrol. In my head, I think about huge petrol tankers driving tanks of petrol down the highway and offloading them at petrol stations. But a petrol company of that size has in fact a really sophisticated tech side of their company. Even the control of oil pumping through these pipelines that go all across America is controlled by machine learning, AI, and computer systems. Fast forward to today, and there has been declarations of a transport emergency in about 17 different US states. North Carolina actually went as far as declaring a state of emergency. There are massive lines to fill up a tank of petrol, And again, that's not necessarily only because of a shortage on the ground, but because of a fear that the petrol supply is about to run out. So I know you want to give all the information you can, but let's just take a step back. Who do they think is responsible for this attack? We're kind of sitting with two quite distinct answers. On one hand, President Biden has come out and said that a Russian-based group was behind the cyber attack. He said, so far, there is no evidence from our intelligence people that Russia is involved, although there is evidence that actors and ransomware is from Russia. Russia quickly rejected this accusation and categorically rejected the baseless fabrications of individual journalists. That's a quote from the Russian embassy in the United States. On the other hand, the FBI have identified a group called Darkside, and this is a group that has actually claimed responsibility for the hacking. Now, Darkside are known for a unique way of ransomware attacks, and that is that they extort money from companies and give a cut to charity. This is not the first time that Darkside may have been involved in a ransomware attack. They have launched attacks last year asking for anywhere between a few hundred thousand dollars to a few million dollars, all paid in Bitcoin. After the companies delivered the money to Darkside, Darkside supplied the companies with a program that unlocks its computing systems. Tech experts say that the characteristics of this attack on Colonial Pipeline seem to be very similar to other dark side attacks from last year, but nobody knows for sure who's responsible here. Looking forward, there's two key questions. One, will the East Coast of America run out of petrol? And two, whether Colonial Pipelines will actually pay the ransom that the hacker is demanding of them. The key takeaway I took from this story was also about how fragile our computing systems might be to these really sophisticated ransomware attacks to attack things like electricity, petrol supply, water, and other utilities that our society needs to run. It's a new style of warfare, but it's nonetheless disruptive to the way that we live our lives. And it's something that I think we're going to be talking about for a number of decades to come. That is all we have time for today. But as always, please follow The Day's News on Instagram at The Daily Oz. It's where over 100,000 Australians get their news every day and we'd love you to become part of the community. It would mean the world to us if you could follow us on Apple or Spotify and leave a review if you're enjoying this podcast. We love bringing it to you every day. 